Blog Talk Radio. Party, uh, what is this? Friday, Saturday? What do we call it? Friday night. Friday night, okay. This is Friday night, so Red Wine says. I'm mm-hmm. Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Do you right. know what night it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, this is, is a Friday night special edition of the Pajama Party Show. Right. Yes, it is. All right. And this show will run how long? About an This hour? will be, yeah, we're just going to do a 60 minute show tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we are, let's see, we're not taking any calls tonight? No calls mm-hmm. tonight. Okay, so we're just going to bulldoze our way through. Bulldoze our way through. Mm-hmm. So let's just get right into it. Since it's a special edition, we mm-hmm. are still dealing with this whole Cosby situation and sexual allegations and sexual misbehaviors going on. And uh, I want to, I'll start it out as far as Cosby, you know, once that uh, decision was handed down with him being found guilty on three counts. I personally, and this is from a female perspective, I think a lot of people feel like all the women should be, you know, cheering and fist pumping and all. But I really feel like he got railroaded because I can't help but feel that after all these years, for them to, first of all, the records that were sealed, they unsealed these records. I don't know if this woman was one of the women who received a payoff or something. I don't know about Constant if that if she was one of them. But to unseal records that have been sealed in a court of law just to go after this man, you get a mistrial, and then you still aren't satisfied. You go after him again. You move it to another another county. It was like they were determined that they were going to nail this man to the wall one way or the other. And now... I think it was Temple University has taken back their honorary degree. The the show, the Cosby show, remember at one time when he was accused, they took it off the air. Then they decided, oh, well, you know, let's just put the show back on because people wanted the show. So the show had been running again and rerun. Well, now they've yanked it again. And that's not fair when you think about the other actors that aren't getting their residuals because you're punishing Bill Cosby. It's not right. So now everybody has to suffer because of the actions of one person. I'm not saying that he didn't commit any of the things he was accused of, but to go after this man after 40 years with this much strength, it just doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my take on it. So you think that it, it should have lost some steam, so to speak? It just seems like it would. I mean, they moved it to, to the county, I believe, that they did the first time because there was no statute of limitations right, on okay. on uh, rape charges or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, they, it would have been too long right. to even go after somebody after, what has it been, 30, 40 years? My thing is, you know, how is that possible? You're able to move it to a different county. I mean, is that the county he lives in? Because I think he lives in Pennsylvania, right? 
I believe he does live in Pennsylvania. But they had, the first trial, you said they it was in another county. I believe it was. Is that true, Papa Didn't they move it to another county or something because of something to do with the statute of limitations not running out and that either in the state or, or something? I'd have to go back and research it. Mm -hmm. But I know something had to do with the statute of limitations not expiring in one location, so they went there mm -hmm. so that they could even bring the charges in the first place. Right. And I just felt like, you know, if it takes all that, then you had your window of opportunity right. before the statute of limitations expired. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to accuse him and go after him for what you say that he did, mm -hmm. you had well, however number of years that you had. Right. Now, if you didn't do it by then, you had your chance and you blew it. The window should have closed. Right. You know, I just feel like you can't just keep holding stuff over people right. forever and ever. And that's why we make laws, and they should abide by them, like you just said about the um, his records being sealed. Now, you're going to say, okay, you tell us what happened, and we're going to frankly seal his record, mm -hmm. but then it's going to come back to bite me? That's not right. To me, he should be able to sue for being unconstitutional and violating his civil rights. You would think so. There, there should be something there. He, he has a good enough lawyer. Who knows? Maybe once they get through this, maybe that's something that, that that might help him as far as either him doing a limited amount of jail time or not going to jail at all. Because my theory is if he's supposed to get up to 30 years, I think they're gonna, he's going to be probation 29, and he's going to have to do a year in jail, but that's going to fall to six months. He's going to do some jail time. I believe that. That's that's my prediction. That's my prediction. Well, I'm waiting to see what they're going to do with that Golden State killer. Now, they found this guy through all this DNA tracking and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And when they finally brought him into the courtroom, dude rolled in there in a wheelchair. He's looking all old and decrepit like he doesn't understand anything. I mean, the look on his face was like, oh, I'm so old and feeble now. Now, this man is probably about 80 or late 70s or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's accused of multiple rapes, multiple murders mm -hmm. over like 20 years. He was an ex-policeman, mm -hmm. so they think that's mm -hmm. how he evaded arrest right. all these years because of his knowledge. What is, now, what's going to happen to him? Mm -hmm. He's an old man. Yeah. He raped people. He killed people. This now, is, this is a good parallel, black and white. Come on, Papa. Yeah. Come is on. He's going to go to jail. Come on, chime in on in on this, Papa. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Come on. You know, one thing I'm looking at, too, is um, the thinking of people. Let me get my thoughts together here. I'm going to keep my eye on that Golden State killer case. That's a good comparison. I want to see what's going to happen now. But the one thing that I like to keep my eye on is the um, When I saw the group of people doing a press conference after his trial, Bill Cosby's trial, I guess I'm just a critical thinker, but I'm looking at the whole stage of people that was up there. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody up there, they made sure they put the little young assistant district attorney, black girl, right up front, like she was the catalyst of all this shit, like she was such a hard worker in all this, when we all know that, you know, a, a young person in a big-ass prosecutor office, they all got their positions, you know what I mean? They're all in an area where they, where they, you know, they, but she's standing up there, and the girl ain't no more than 30 years old, okay? 
Mm-hmm. So she probably wasn't, even, probably wasn't even born when all this stuff went down. Nope. For her to stand up there now and act like she's representing something that, like you said, Kettle, that they're acting like it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. This stuff happened long time ago. Right. And I'm sure they had to make sure that the girl that, you know, with the little crazy-ass hair, what's her name? Uh, we, oh, we don't have names today, but we're doing a... Uh, Miss Constant. Miss Constant, yeah. <laughs> they had to make sure that she stayed suitable, right. Okay. And nobody tracked her past in the last 20 years to see what she was doing. See what I'm saying? Is she working? Is she employed? And they cleaned her up a little bit because that trial that where he got a mistrial, mm-hmm. okay, what was she looking like then? She liked she was a drug addict. She was, she was looking, she was yeah, looking she was crazy. Looking all kind of crazy. So they Somebody said, look, up. yeah, polish her up. Yeah, and, and prosecutors do that. Mm-hmm. They'll get sure. you a suit. Sure. They'll, they'll dress you and all that jazz. Sure. But, but, you know, what gets me is the fact that when you look back on things, it goes back, you know, in today's world, and I'm, I'm blessed with that, to have this kind of mind, you have, when, when somebody uses the term open mind, it has to literally mean open mind. Open mind means your mind is always looking at everything on all four sides. That's what I can consider open mind. Open mind don't mean that I can go to a fucking swingers club or whatever, you know, excuse the expression. But you know, open mind means that wh- where did all this come from? You got to go back to know that NBC was trying to keep Cosby out of some type of ownership when the Cosby show was real popular. Mm-hmm. Now he's going yeah, in up he's that. going in up against Seinfeld mm-hmm. and everybody else. Uh, Larry David, who owned that stuff. Now these are powerful white men that's trying to keep Cosby out of there because they knew Cosby was coming with that Cosby show and everything, and he could have sprinkled a little bit of uh, Fat Albert and all kind of shit in there. But they said, "Oh, we got to keep him out." So therefore, they just kind of you know, dazed him and then evaded him. But see, the biggest problem, and I know this is on my job, and I'm going to just put this out there. I think the biggest problem with black ownership and black leadership is that they don't follow their own level of uh, creo that Martin Luther King spoke on all the time. We have to come together as a people. I don't know if you ever saw that movie with Holly Berry and them where the Halloran brothers end up buying the stuff at the end. Well, Holly Berry, when she was running a club and the deal fell through. Remember uh, the other Dorothy guy? Dandridge? No, 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 okay. not that. It was it was a movie where um, she was going to, with this guy, the guy that played the wife of uh, uh, Lisa Bonet in the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Remember he played her husband? Anyway, he was in a yeah. movie uh-huh. where he was with, uh, with uh, Holly Berry. And she wanted to run a club and everything. He liked her, and he was a businessman. But a deal fell through because this little white boy did some stuff and switched the records and everything. Okay. And then all of a sudden, at the end of it, the Halloran brothers, black guys, came along and brought this big building, mm-hmm. which saved his career, and Holly Berry was able to get her club and everything like that. I forgot I forgot the name of it. Uh, anyway. But anyway, it was a good movie, but it showed the fact that when you stick together. Mm-hmm. See, Bill Cosby can't go in there alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was alone in this, but... Oprah must have said a thousand times during her shows that, yeah, Bill Cosby taught me to sign my own checks. And Bill Cosby taught me this. Okay, now Bill Cosby's in trouble. Where are you? You use his advice your whole life. Mm -hmm. Sign your own checks. Anything over $10,000. Every time she talked about big money and what to do with it, she always used Bill Cosby as a reference. Mm -hmm. I mean, pull up her old shows. Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby taught me to sign Bill Cosby. Sign my own checks. Anything over $9,999, sign it because $10,000 or more is real money. Right. Bill Cosby. Okay, now Bill Cosby's in trouble. 
And I'm not saying that she has an obligation to get her wrong. But right now... She might be signing the check secretly. She could be helping his his, his legal Well, who knows? All the could be and should be. If you're helping it, you can't be a... uh, You cannot be happy... You cannot always be a undercover helper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people need to see your face and see what you stand for. Right. Hell, if we watching Trump stand for all kind of, he's got there after the, the thing going on in Virginia, said, well, both people did this. He didn't blame the Klan people or anybody. Said, well, both people showed their butt right. that morning. Remember he said right. that? And everybody right. was like, wow, really? The same people were marching the night before with the candles and chanting mm-hmm. Ku Klux Klan terms? You're going to say that. They, I mean, it yeah, was just. It was wrong on both sides. It was wrong on both sides. Bullshit. I mean, excuse the expression, but I mean, all I'm saying in a nutshell, and I'm and I'm speaking like this just to make a point, is the fact that we have to look at the big picture at this. Mm-hmm. Look at the real money up top and how this stuff trickles down, and who do they use as a depository? You know what I mean? If you want to get me in that garbage disposal in the kitchen. You're going to need 10, 12 people to carry me in there because I'm not going to arbitrarily stick my foot in that garbage disposal. you got to break me down first, put me to sleep, shrink wrap me, everything, curl me up, roll me up, and then all of a sudden just drop me in the garbage disposal. Yeah, we don't do that, Pop. I'm, I'm just saying. This, yeah, is, this, is, this is, I know. I know but as an analogy right, situation, right, understand so what I'm here, saying. This here. is how it works. In order for you to get rid of Cosby, right. you need how right, well, let's do this, we'll do this. Well, NBC said we'll do it. Because we'll just right. like I said, I'm, I'm going to close on this. Mm-hmm. Just like wanting Oprah and all of them to help him out, mm-hmm. do you not think that maybe NBC helped that court out in order to hang him on the back end? Because we, we want to silence that brother. Because right. we want him to want him come in with that. We know he got $100 million. Right. Okay? But, but, but then, like you said, on the other hand, it's not fair to the other people that were on the show that, you know, exactly. they, 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 they getting residuals. Which shows. So I'm surprised that they haven't come out to woodwork or underline. They could be like, hey, that's not fair to us. Exactly. They could sue to me. That's my concept. NBC. That's my concept. I saw one of them had come out during the first trial. That was um, a, uh, uh, what's her name? Little girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rudy. Knight Pullman. Yeah. yeah, Keisha Knight Pullman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry to call her Rudy. I couldn't think of her real name. Right, yeah. But she came out on his behalf, mm-hmm. and she got so much flack for it. Exactly. People, like, wanted to nail her to the cross because, because she spoke up for him. Right, right but always, but well, let me just say this here, and you can put this in, in on my tombstone. Anybody that comes out with a strong opposition about anything is getting paid by somebody. All right. Always, always remember that. Always remember that. If you got a start Republican like that guy on TV, uh, uh, what's that boy? The real dark skinned brother, Paris. Oh. You ever seen Paris? Yeah, I've seen that. Nut. Yeah, you're right. You've seen Paris. Mm-hmm. This brother is a big, oh my God, dark complected brother, but he is so pro Republican mm-hmm. that it's scary because his look, his his look and his image of a black man mm-hmm. does not match what's coming out of his mouth. Right. But Paris is being paid by somebody. Oh, and it's probably why he took this route in the beginning, because, you know, if I go Republican and speak on it as a black man, Republicans, because some black people actually like being the only one. Yeah, I remember a girl one time at a law firm. I worked at the mailroom at a law firm. She was the only black girl up there as a paralegal. And that's all she used to brag about. Yeah, I'm the only paralegal. I'm the only black paralegal up there. And she loved it. Mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you bragging about being the only? Yeah. Why is that a good Because thing? she's getting residuals of the white man is like, and she's walking, she's able to wear the little nice clothes, and she's out doing the white girls here, and she's trying to toot her own horn, but she don't realize that deep down inside, 
You're not breaking bread with everything that those white folks do, and don't even be twisted by that, mm-hmm. because you're not in all those conversations. She didn't realize she was nothing but a token. This is what I'm saying. I mean, we have to understand. <laughs> we have to. But I just want to say on that. Speaking of people getting paid, um, what's that actress from Clueless? Uh, the black woman that was on Fox News for a while. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that was, was going to run for political paid? office. Yeah. Oh, she was definitely getting she paid. She paid. Of course she getting paid. What is her name? I can't think of her name right now. I'm not sure. Black actress. Uh, yeah. Well, the audience knows. Anyway, right? her. She was talking a whole lot of crazy stuff mm-hmm. on Fox News Network. Mm-hmm. And then when she decided she was going to run for political office, mm-hmm. everybody was kind of like Scooby-Doo, like, huh? Uh, no. right. And you see that kind of just died out Because sure nobody was going to vote for that crazy woman uh, no. It was like sister was, You were doing all you could get away with right. Being on Fox News Network Being the only black person right. And you right. barely that And you looked at that as a uh, oh, uh, Like come on you you really pushing the envelope now. Yeah, yeah. So then she decided Well I've decided not to run yeah, She got a name like that girl that played on um, What was that girl's name she played in that movie, the movie with the cops, with the that. Vegas cops, Reno. You know, one played the Reno cop. Oh yeah. Uh, her uh, name sounds plays, like her. She plays on Claws now. You talking about her? Yeah, the one uh, that did the uh, show with um, the brother from. Uh, yeah, with Cedric. So Cedric, yeah. Uh, right. But her name Lisa, sounds Lisa like her. Nah, the other girl's name yeah. sounds like her. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. There you that's go. That's okay. how I kept those that's together. That's funny. We had to get it from Nisi Nash. <laughs> but that's how I read That's how cause I confused them, yeah. Uh-huh. But that, there you go. Then that was a, that girl there was a token black girl that nobody really had any integrity in, but they just used her. Mm-hmm. And, and who's to say how much she got passed around in the newsroom amongst those guys? Hannity and everybody else. Who who exactly. knows what the hell she went through? And speaking with of that. newsroom, let's talk about Tom Brokaw. Ooh boy, yeah. Yep. Tom Brokaw. Let's see who wants to lead that one out. I'll I'll lead it out. Okay, okay. what you got? Well, Tom Brokaw this morning in the news. Well, last week, not this morning, but last week when it first came out, the day after it came out, he made a statement that said that he can't believe he woke up in the morning and there was a drive-by shooting on him by. Vanity, mm-hmm. um, the Washington Post, Post, and another n- another uh, news outlet. Mm-hmm. Now, he named those three. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a man that knows news outlets. There you go. He's a newsman. So how are you going to go after somebody when it then he said, then all of a sudden a petition came out where 65 women signed a petition on his behalf? Mm-hmm. Now, is that going to start happening to everybody? Because I think these ladies that, and I ain't got no disrespect for women around the world, not at all. But I tell every lady in the world, and I'm going to be honest with you, because I know women. If I don't know nothing else in this world, I know grand crackers and milk and women, okay? Okay, interesting. I just put my milk on my grand crackers, you know, Nabisco brand, not the cheap stuff. Okay. Anyway, now, knowing women, I'm going to say this here. As much as there is the Me Too campaign... And all the other campaigns that have to do with what, women, different things on shows, girls rock, all this, everything that got to do with ladies and all, don't get me wrong. But I think as women, the one thing a woman should always keep 1% of is that all you guys are different in your own way. And if you don't believe that shit, ask the men. We'll tell you. Y'all jokers ain't the same at all. So when you get together and try to unify, that's cool. But unify with the unification side of you, but don't unify with the personal side of you because all of y'all are different in your own way. And don't follow a woman just because she's a woman. 
follow her because of what she believes in and what you believe in. Both of y'all got the same compassion. But don't just wag that tail like she wagging her tail. Because after a while, that, that tail may make a right hand, right turn on your ass. Like like state what's her name Stacy Dash Stacy Dash Dash or any other any woman any other woman out there women are the most and men are different as well all the people classify and whatever and you got the black men white men whatever but I just believe that the female species is the one species in the world where they're all different I mean different they got a lot of shit in common but they're different as hell when it comes to personalities because in all actuality of life we are how we were raised. Just well, let me mention anyway. about the, the letter uh, that Brokoff talks about. He said, in the letter, which was sent to several colleagues, Brokoff said, Vesta, which is the lady that's making the allegations, mm-hmm. is a quote-unquote character assassin with a quote-unquote grudge against NBC News. Mm-hmm. She has unleashed a torrent of unsubstantial criticism and attacks on me more than 20 after I opened the door for her in a new job at Fox News, he broke off said in a letter, a copy of which was obtained by the CNN money. Vesta was a young reporter at NBC when she alleges broke off harassed her in the early 1990s. Yeah, oh, y'all really? This was 93, 94 when this 90, allegedly 94. happened. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I can see if you came out maybe mm-hmm. 2000. Okay, maybe 10 years later. Exactly. But this is what 20. Yeah. This is damn near 2020, yeah. almost 2020. Right. Come so, on, now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's deep. And that's, you know what, too? And that's the thing we got to look at. And we also have to look at the women. And I'm not beating up on women. And I ain't even apologizing for it. I don't care what you think about it. This is just my opinion on air, freedom of speech. You, I just think, like you said, Kettle, when I was saying about women earlier, you got to stop getting behind everything you hear just because it's a woman with that voice. You got to see the circumstances, the situation, because you don't want that done to your your brother or your cousin or your nephew, because they're all men. Right. So you got to stop thinking, oh yeah, girl, no, when you because the way those other girls was carrying on at the court, oh my God, that was just crazy. The ones, the ones that did the, that that wasn't part of the court case. The right. one black lady had the hair up like this right. with the white suit on. Oh, she said that he harassed her when she was younger and all this stuff that happened. Yeah, but, but how long? Now, but. Yeah, but when you well, first of all. Have you ever in your life, this, this, despite your situation, gay or straight, okay, despite if the fact that you was, was hurt by that cognitive thing or whatever, don't you think that as you grew in life in the last 20 years, if you was gay, if she's gay, you never met a woman that, that changed your heart or maybe put you back in another perspective? And if you're straight, you didn't meet a man that put you in another perspective and it changed your heart? Why the fuck is your heart got daggers still hanging out of it 30 years later? What the hell's wrong with you? Because I you think know? these women want to jump on a bandwagon. My thing yeah, is... Yeah, it's just, you know, I mean... This, people, is, this is from a woman's perspective. I'm sorry, Pop, I didn't mean to cut you. No, you're good. From a woman's perspective, in, anytime in your lifetime you have come across something of this caliber, not of this, maybe not of this magnitude... Some man may have touched you the wrong way, may have said something inappropriate to you, whatever. It's up to you what you're going to do with that information. Either you're going to say something within a couple of years. I understand stuff gets gets buried and you have to have the courage to go out there and, and, and say something. Maybe you need some support from a group or another um, friend. But within, this should be a statute of limitation. Exactly. Within five years, yeah. you, you need to say something. If you don't, guess what? You need to carry it with your grave. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting tired of people jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah, he, he, you know, 
ten women and came out. Then all of a sudden, somebody else coming out. Oh, that little BS that this lady talked about broke off. It ain't jiggity-jack. It ain't going to hold in no damn course. Yeah. If you want to get a damn check, that's what you need to go. Go get it. Go directly to him and confront him instead of going to get a legal team and stuff of that caliber. You 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 messing with his with his money, but you're gonna mess up your reputation in the process. But I don't think she cares. Even worse. Because when she decided to say that he did all this stuff, if you saw her account of it, she was talking about how he put her his hand behind her head and tried to force yeah. her to kiss him and that she was so frightened that she just sat there for a few minutes and she was shaking and all. It You know, it's, it's just, I'm quite sorry. honestly, it's hard to believe. And I'm not saying that, you know, Brokaw well, could not have possibly done anything like well, that. He just said he's not perfect. Just doesn't, right. At least he's being honest. He said he's not a perfect right. man, but he said this stuff right. is not what he did. Mm-hmm. So she claims that he uh, came and came to her hotel room in New York in 1994. That he touched her without her permission. That he sent her suggestive computer messages, and that she has journals to back all this up. Mm-hmm. But now here's my question: A journal is like a diary that mm-hmm. you write in yourself. All right, now. now if I'm keeping a journal of who said and did what, right. that's my account of it. Yeah, right. but what proof- I can write down anything and say this is what so and so did or said to right. me today. Right. That doesn't prove it happened. That's true. That just proves that I wrote it down. Right. And said that it happened. Right. That's not proof. Right. If he, if you say he sent you improper computer messages, right. where are they? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that message? Mm-hmm. If you can't produce that, then you, as far as I'm concerned, you're blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. You can't say I got proof, and the proof is I I kept a journal. Mm-hmm. If it's in your writing or your you typed it up or whatever the case, that's not proof in my opinion. Well, check this out. Her attorney uh, says that um, uh, in a statement written in response to Brokoff's letter saying her client, quote-unquote, observed that the company's response does not appear to be aimed at producing a safer and more um, equitable workplace for women. Well, guess what? You need to go. You need to go uh, and and mess with NBC. Uh-huh. Why are you attacking Brokaw? If if this is what you're saying, make it safe. Oh, wait, they're the saying that this was an NBC problem. See what I'm saying? Yeah, well, if that's the case, then go after NBC. Uh-huh. If you're saying NBC provided an unsafe work environment, then sue NBC. That's you what, know what, that's when, what I'm when, saying. When that, let me tell you something. When that lawyer got those 65 names that support and broke off, mm-hmm. I would have backed off. But now my question, too, now let's, 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 jump, let's jump this now to the next level. Mm-hmm. Now, where does this lady here stand? What's her name? Uh, Vester. Vester. Mm-hmm. Now, Vester. Now, where does she stand now on the Me Too food chain? You know what I mean? So where do you, now where do y'all put her? And do you guys have a slush bowl for women who come out saying some crap? Do, do you guys got a blender? You gonna put them in and, and press the spin button? Or I mean, what do you have? Because right now you guys can't be so Me Too strong, strong, strong. But now you got ladies come in with the copycat move, right? And that's all reflecting on y'all. So now, what are you guys in the Me Too movement gonna do about women that are just coming in disgruntled? 
But she she might not even have a leg to stand on. She might not even. Yeah, but that's her. But I'm just saying, what about anybody that's thinking about it? We and and why, why don't the me two people? And I'm just making a suggestion. I'm just eight eight pound gorilla in the room. Why don't the me two ladies come out with some level of standards? On when you come out to say something, you need to go down that checklist and see if right. you qualified for. Right. It ain't gotta be a list of twenty things. Right. It could be a list of, of ten things. Mm-hmm. Make make sure that everything you saying is of a realistic nature, mm-hmm. of a timely nature, mm-hmm. of a legitimate nature, right. and you got proof to back it up. Right. So I would tell the women in the world, look, stop coming out with the bullshit because you guys is making us look bad. Exactly. You can and it's the same way as black people. How do we feel as decent black people when we see black folks acting the fool? It's embarrassing. We feel that way. We we embarrassed. It's like of us. And we're not embarrassed to the fact we're embarrassed for that 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 black person being black. Mm -hmm. Would some black folks take it that way? You got some sophisticated, bougie black folks be like, look at those niggas. You know, they just they take it to that level. They just they put them in the garbage can and put the lid on it. But you sometimes look and see why. You know, my point that I'm making is the fact that hey. We need to now get a, a a protocol on what is going to be accepted as you coming out and starting to say stuff. Because this is people's lives that we are, yeah, you know. Uh-huh. But um, like you said, to the next level, like this young lady um um in GW, I forgot her name, but it was it's, it's a recent story, and it took her two years to get up enough courage to say that she's suing the university. Okay. So kind of what this lady here, Vesta, is saying that the the girl and the college girl from GW, she's saying the university didn't make it safe for her mm-hmm. because she had fallen asleep or at a party or something, and this this guy he crept into her room. Okay. So she felt as if the university did not make it safe for her. Mm-hmm. She didn't come, she didn't go after that guy. She didn't say the guy's name. She said the university. Okay. So I really believe that this woman here, Vesta, she needs to go to NBC and go get a check. But you know what? Down somewhere. I think you have to figure out, first of all, what is your objective? There you go. If your objective is I want to be paid for my misery and my suffering, Uh et cetera, then you got to follow the money. There you go. The university has money. That little young boy is just a student there. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have any means to pay her whatever she's trying to go for. So if her objective is to make the university look bad and get paid, that's where the money is. George Washington University gets plenty of money. So it wouldn't make sense to go after a peon when you're trying to take down the king. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. And in this woman's case, Linda Vester, mm-hmm. if she's trying to take down NBC, they have the money. They I'm sure it. Tom Brokaw got a couple of coins, but right. he doesn't have what NBC has. Right. But what about what's her current status? Has anybody looked into that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because working or what? Well, well, let me say this here. Mm. Let me say this here. If I go out here this morning to a a a Hyundai or a Toyota or a Cadillac dealership, they're gonna run my credit and 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 find out my current status and see whatnot. They're gonna sell me this car. Right. So now for this lady to come on TV, now you open yourself up for somebody to say, okay, what does she work these days? Yeah. I mean, pull her up now on Google and see what's her her what do you call it? Your net worth. Yeah. Of her. See what you get on that move. Yeah. It may be like now? unavailable. Where's you know? working and all that. Yeah, what you doing now? What have you done in the last few days? What What is your name on and what do you do? Where are you making your money at right now? Right, and, and what does she have to gain? But then, too, like you said, Papa, you got to see who, who is the locomotive behind her. Exactly. Who is pushing her out Always, to talk always, to always. I mean, this man, he, he, he's a, he's a broke special, off, man. special correspondent in NBC. He barely does any work. He's getting paid, though. 
Yeah, he's on the end of his career right. now. Why are you messing with him now? Exactly. Just like I said, some things you need to take to your grave. That little panty and stuff that she's talking about broke off, I'm sorry, that, that that's not going to hold no water. Not against him, no. And if you a lawyer, I wouldn't even touch that. Exactly. I said it earlier. That lawyer need to back I, I off because right now that. you're going to mess up your own reputation. Right. Following no, her. She's not going to be able to be touched. And she's still, um, she's not that old, I don't think. No, she's probably in her 40s or something. Who's right. that? Linda Vesta. Linda Vesta. And I'm like, sure. I'm not sure. That's, you know what? That's a good question. We'll find out. That's going to mess up your her career. Well, I just yeah. looked her up, uh, and it said that she's a television news host. She used to be anchor on NBC News at Sunrise. And then she was on Dayside with Linda Vester on the Fox News Channel. She left television in 2005 to go raise her children. Hmm. Oh. With who? Was there a man her involved? Husband. Yeah, she does have a husband. Say the name. Who's, what did um, he do? I just saw his name. Daniel somebody. I thought I did. Glenn okay. uh, Greenberg. Oh, okay. I'm a model of Boston U. Oh, she's 52. She resides in um, uh, Lewisboro, New York, mm-hmm. right outside of Manhattan. And see, the things we're saying now concerning her, like we don't care about her business either way. But see, once you put yourself on TV like that, now you open people open things up now for people to check you out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you wanted to live undercover in that area in New York somewhere, undercover and do your thing, that's what you should have done. Mm-hmm. You should you should have saved that conversation about broke off for the bridge table, you know. Mm-hmm. Or whatever social event you in for the golf course or whatever, okay. but you don't went on new on the news and just this time. Look at here! Look at here! 1999. She was hired for Fox News. Uh huh. Yeah. Host of afternoon newscast. Now we all know that. Now let's put this out there. Mm-hmm. We all know that Fox is just the opposite of NBC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Just the opposite. So now that you done grabbed that chicken by the neck, and you're running behind that bird. You know, now what happened in that particular time frame? Because, you know, Fox will hire you just to play with you. Right. Well, they you, don't care you, what you, you doing. You just asked what is she doing currently. Vesta re-entered the workforce in 2017, launching SmartMamas.com, a website for moms that provides parenting information and emotional support for women in all stages of motherhood. Yeah, whatever. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. You need some money, okay? See, we, we, we 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 see what the deal is. Money or a hobby, mm-hmm. one of the And you two. go and you put that word, and like I said before, and I'm not beating up on ladies. Mm-hmm. Whenever women open up a situation, and every time I'm looking at TV, somebody's putting out something, and they're using the word women as a backdrop for their creation, for their invention. Won't we'll just put it out for people, mm-hmm. because and I always say this here, and I mean this sincerely. You know, I like to sing a little bit. You know. But as a singer, I would never, ever, ever get on stage and say, I want to dedicate this to the ladies. I would never say that. I don't believe in that statement because I want to be like Luther Vandross and Peebo Bryson and people like that. I want to appease to everybody. I want everybody to like my music. I'm not going to be one of these saying, yeah, I'm the ladies' man, and this song is dedicated to the ladies. No, I want the men to be saying, damn, that's a hell of a love song. But check you know what I mean? Yeah. I really do. Check this out. Who she married? She married Glenn uh, Greenberg. He's a Wall Street investor and the son of a baseball Hall of Famer. Oh, really? Hank Greenberg. Greenberg. Yeah. I don't know baseball. Uh, yeah. Hank uh, Greenberg? Mm-hmm. Some yeah. baseball player, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to be part of Greenberg and Betterman. <laughs> that law firm. 
I'm, I'm it was an ambulance chase. Or you yeah. never know. You never know. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But it goes to show that she always was marrying into something that had to do with constant income, which as a woman, yeah, security is first, you know. Medical school. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope Mr. Brokaw can come out of this, um, I won't say unscathed, because he's already been scathed. This That's right. He's in the news. I, I hope that, you know, because he's been married since 62 to his Brokaw. You know, wow. he and his wife been together a long time, and I'm sure she's probably just shaking her head like, really? Oh, that's fair. She probably no, is. That the, is that the one that was putting the chicken wings in the Ziploc back at the picnic in 79? Sure, that's her. Oh, that's what they're going to be mumbling? I'm just saying, they know, I mean, they know who, they know people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a, as a, and I'll say this, as a married couple, you know people. If yeah. you and your wife are talking, right. y'all know your guests. Right. You know what I mean? When they right. leave, oh, you see that bitch? She burned it dead. Oh, my God. Who's that guy, John? She's with? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That conversation goes oh, on after sure, people leave sure, your house. Sure, sure, And they just, if, they know. If you're a fly on the wall, boy, the conversation, yeah, you get not. after a party, right? Mm. Well, I have a question unrelated to this. What do y'all think is really happening with uh, Melania and Donald Trump's marriage? What's really going they, on? They 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 had a, a contract marriage, you know. I think that, and I I believe that he didn't think that she was gonna get pregnant when he when she did. Like, okay, well, I'm in it to win it now. So, but well, let's let's sign some papers because he's a businessman first and foremost. Right. He's about yeah. business. Um, anything, yeah. Every now and again, yeah, he might want to tap it or whatever, but. He wasn't able to do it, so that's why I think Stormy Daniels and these other people came about. It's unfortunate, but he, he that's a contract wedding. And I feel for the, the 10-year-old little boy, or he's probably 12 by now, but I, mm-hmm. I just feel for him. I, I don't want to say feel sorry, but I just feel for him. Just um, Yeah, I do yeah. feel bad for him because he always was, every time we do see him, which is not often, mm-hmm. he looks borderline miserable. Who's yeah, we, he got oh, some boy. special issues. I think he's What's special. his name? You think so? Yeah, he does. Well, he's living like, his own life. What's his yeah. name? I forgot. Brendan or Brandon, Brandon, something, something like that. that. Yeah. 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 Well, remember, uh, what's her name? I think it was Rosie. Rosie O'Donnell uh-huh. said something on Twitter one day, something about if he's having any challenges, we hope that you all will come out and that will give people more right. support or, right. you know, encourage right. people who have those issues. And lift her up. Like, first of all, my son doesn't have any special challenges, and you need to shut up and all this stuff. And she wasn't being nasty, I don't think. No, I don't think she was. But some people say, well, she was throwing indirect shade at the situation, but I don't know. Because her and Donald Trump, they they really didn't get along. Yeah. It could have been shade, but but at least what she said sounded sincere. Now, if she didn't mean it sincerely, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But the boy does look like he may have something going on. Oh, sure. I mean, like his father. He's done far too far from the street. Yeah. We, we know that. Because uh-uh. I understand that uh, last what, last week when it was her birthday, he didn't even get her a gift. And instead of him keeping it on the low, he was on Fox News Network raving and ranting for 30 minutes. And he said, oh, yeah, first I want to say uh, happy birthday to my wife, Melania, happy birthday. I didn't get you a gift, but happy birthday. I don't even believe Like, that. why would you even say that? If she said, I want X, Y, Z, he, trust and believe he got it. 
Yeah. I don't believe But that. she could have very well right. told him, I don't want anything from you. Just leave me alone. <laughs> because the other, uh, we about a week or so ago when they were, uh, when President Macron uh-huh. of France was France, here, right. they were all outside on the lawn, yes. and he kept trying to hold her hand, and the cameras, of course, zoomed in on it. Well, he did hold her hand for a minute. He yeah, did. but look at what it took to do it. He was trying to reach over and grab her hand, and it looked like they were playing finger uh-huh. finger tootsies or that's, something. That's true. He kept on trying to get her hand with his fingers, and she was not budging. But when they walked forward, they clocked hands for, like, less than a minute, and uh-huh. then he walked forward as usual. As usual. But I think that was the protocol because him and the um, president of France were right. walk, you know, um, further up. And um, But he sure was holding the, pre- the president of France's hand a lot. Right. I mean, I know French people do a lot of the I don't thing know. on each team I don't thing. know what that was about. Oh, my, yeah, that was But very, that was weird. That was, uh, I, I mean, it, it, I, like maybe, I maybe Donna liked that. I don't know. I know that yeah. French people do greet yeah. people that oh, way, yeah, male and female. But it went way past yeah, they were the touching each other cheek a lot. to cheek thing. They were touching each other. They were holding lot. hands, walking what? down the well, the well, 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 way house. He's calling uh, Mr. France on a regular. So we'll see. Well, I read recently that. He has um, once again mm-hmm. thrown protocol in the trash oh. as far as making phone calls mm-hmm. to advisors and stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't use the White House phone. He's now gone to using his personal phone, mm-hmm. calling advisors outside of regular hours and whatnot oh. whenever he mm-hmm. wants to call somebody. And I guess, you know, as the president, you yeah, have Barack that prerogative to do that. Brock was the one that broke the barrier on that cell phone thing. But he wasn't using it like this. Well, who knows how he was using it, but he was the one, the first president to really use a cell phone as a Right, technology, as a tool, the way technology, technology yeah, tool. change, yeah. So uh, whoever took it further, you really can't fault them. But. Well, no, I do fault them. Right, well, because it's one thing. No, because he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she but is. no, here's the thing. He, Barack had a government-issued cell phone. This he was did. not his personal cell phone. Yeah, that's okay. true. He had a government-issued phone. But we don't, anybody who was tracking stuff, could go in, look, check right. messages. You don't want There's to track public it. records of the conversation, right. text messages, Is all of that stuff himself? was public records. Right. So you Donald Trump's Trump phone's not encrypted? Heck no. He's got his own personal cell phone. But they can get the information if they really wanted to. And he uses his personal Twitter account. He refuses to really use the, the one that's POTUS on Twitter, which is what Barack used. Right. He didn't use a personal Twitter account. He used POTUS. Just like Michelle Obama used FLOTUS. Mm-hmm. Melania uses FLOTUS. Oh, okay. You don't but I believe it's an office that Barack posts Obama, stuff. Right. right. You don't want to go behind mm-hmm. Barack Obama. You know that. Anyway, yeah, I guess because Barack uses it, he doesn't want yeah. to use it. Yeah, but um, I'm telling you, you guys, you guys got to open your eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and open like, your like, mind. Like, yeah, like Papa said, keep your ear to the ground. I'm telling you, boy. <laughs> Some people don't. Some people wake up every day and live a life that is so... They just swear they got it all together, and they ain't got a clue about what's going on. And I, I don't want to seem too overzealous with awareness, but I'm telling you, it, it really makes me, but that's keeps like me aware. That's like these people that walk around with their head in their cell phones, and they stepping in ditches, getting hit by cars, mm-hmm. walking into other things and people. Then they look up at you like like you're wrong because yeah, you like bumped into the them. Right. How can you, you know, go across seen, the street and still looking down on your exactly. phone? But my question is with all that. With, with all that situation, and I've seen people do it, mostly little little young Asian girls or or whatever, and my question is to that is, like, 
at that moment, I'd like to know what it is that you was actually watching or mm. doing that had you so preoccupied. Mm. That's my curiosity. It's not so much you, say, your say lack of attention. Looking at emails. What are you looking at? What What are you looking at that really, whatever you're looking at, it, it got them. The it, it got them. <laughs> whatever it is, I mean, who knows what it is, that but I'm it's willing not. willing to risk my life. To look at. Exactly. What are you What are you looking at? Well, well whatever it is, is in real time, mm-hmm. and it's happening as they do it. And right. you never know what people do. You never know. You never know. Everybody. Well, you know, it's so much stuff, stuff. You know, yeah. you got people streaming stuff live on yeah. different different yeah, that's social media well, platforms, be, I don't and they're think all either, into that. I, I really don't think, despite what people say, what you think they're doing, I don't think that anyone in this world that's close to their fifties can ever analyze what a person in their 20s is paying attention to. I don't think you can even imagine. You cannot even imagine. You got 30 years on this person. You got 30 years on this person. On that note, it's, it's a mindset. And it's like when we used to read books, we used to be into the book. Now they're into the phone because, like you said, Papa, everything is live. They, they mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Their mind is constantly on that phone. And we're, we're, it could be it could be a lot of stuff. I mean, because you got to understand, this is the generation of Game of Thrones and all that. These people oh, love yeah. the violence oh, and yeah. the and they could be looking at they could be looking at a video thing where they're about to see somebody go right through their heart with a with a sword and they're like, oh shit, and they're just walking yeah. down 16th Street. Yeah. Whoa, what? Wow. Why they walking? Yeah, and, and it's yeah. so interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And that, that that has to do too. I think with, as a term goes, where the, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Mm-hmm. I think that the people there's too much space in their brain mm-hmm. of things that really have to, have to do with the responsibilities of life. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes the responsibilities of life can take up those cylinders in your brain. Right. Things you know you got to do. I got to leave here by ten because I got to go do such and such. That's, that's but if they these don't people want. don't have in their right. mind, right? They're if nobody, if a girl is 22 years old and their parents are taking care of them on all four sides, doing everything, paying their bills, washing their clothes, right. there's a lot of empty pockets in their brain. Right. That ain't filled. Washing clothes ain't in it. Right. Paying bills ain't in it. Right. So therefore, the, the, those cylinders like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Them cylinders well, are not filled. That's true. Yeah. If all I have I to agree. think about is what am I going to wear tomorrow? Exactly. And how do I want to style my hair? And whether and my I can get these new shoes. I and my homework. Get. And I, I guess I'll do think about this. But and I guess I might do my homework. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing else going on. That's all they worry nothing about. Nothing else going on. See, I, I well, I'm, I, we gonna, I guess we're going to end on this note. But back in our time. We had too much to do. We kept ourselves busy. We were outside doing things, not inside on a computer or on a phone. And mopping the kitchen floor first thing Saturday morning. (laughs) We used to have to dust down the steps with a little foxtail. We had like 18 steps in the living room every Saturday morning. Our our brain was absorbed with, we got to do this because if not, our butt going to get beat, right? Right. (laughs) We had chores to do. Yeah, you try to tell these kids, well, you got the chores. They're looking at you like chores. Now, the kids open the door nowadays for a little cleaning service, and three little Spanish ladies come in. And they they clean the whole house. But you know, but you know why? I, I, I think yeah. the parents don't give them responsibility because they. I'm sorry, excuse my language. They half-ass do it. Yeah. And either they're gonna do it half-ass or you're gonna do it, you know, yourself. So I think parents. Is but you know what? I, I do believe, and I have told some of my friends. I said that is nothing but a conspiracy. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I said if you tell your kids, for example, clean up your room. Mm-hmm. And then they do a half-ass job. Mm-hmm. That's when you need to sit down and tell them, mm-hmm. "This is how you do it." 
not do it for them. Right. I told one of my girlfriends, I said, you get a chair, sit it in the doorway of their room, and direct them. Don't you lift a finger to do mm-hmm. anything. That's a good one. Block the doorway so they can't do anything else. They're not near playing because you're watching them. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it takes up your time, but they will understand right. what it means to clean a room. Mm-hmm. And they'll be mad. Who cares? Don't put that trash in the front of their door or on their, on their bed. I've, I, I have literally myself put the trash can on their bed. Mm-hmm. So that means everything else around you, you need to clean up. Exactly. How can, you, how can people live in filth? I have no idea. But people do it all the time. Stinky and some more stuff. And filth just don't make it. How can you drink a bottle of water and just throw it on the floor? I don't understand. Okay. But like I said, when you if you sit down and instruct them. See, mm-hmm. that that's the missing key right there. Right. There you go. They need instruction. Yep. You yep. can't just yep. sit up on. And, and we are guilty as the parents. Right. If we want to sit up on our phone mm-hmm. and talk or text mm-hmm. or watch TV mm-hmm. or do other things, right. and we tell them, go clean your room or go clean the bathroom right. or go do this and so, right. and you have not instructed them on how, right. you can't jump in there behind when they do a half-assed job. That's true. Because you didn't teach them how. You just told them to do right. it. Right. So then we got to take the time right. to give them the instruction mm-hmm. and say, all right, let me sit down and I'm explain to you what it means to clean a room. Okay. Do this. Clean that. Pick right. that up. Now mop that down. Wipe this down. Right. Put those things away. Right. Get these things off the floor, and you make sure they do it. You sit there and supervise. That's that's, that's a good last word, Red Ryan. <laughs> supervise. Yeah, you got to supervise them. Supervise your children. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, that on the flip side of that, is once you teach them a couple times, or I give them three times that you mm-hmm. supervise, and if they still don't get it right, I would just tell them, you, you ignorant, okay? I'm going to get a clean service to do this because you're ignorant you don't well, know Well, that's when doing. it's time to put foot in butt. No, it's time to say, look. Oh, it's time for foot in butt. No, I would just. Now you just, now you conning. I mentally get in their head and say, you're, you're just ignorant. You take after your father's past. Is that thing. your last one? <laughs> well, we got ten minutes. We can wrap this up okay. in another ten, but I'm just saying, if you supervise them, you give them the tools that they need. If I got to go and get a bucket, get the cleansers, get the dusting cloths and all of that, and I set it down, and I'm going to sit here and watch you and supervise you and right. make sure you do the job thoroughly, I'll be doggone if I'm going to do it myself, and I'm not paying somebody to come and do the job that you need to do. All right. Because in five minutes, you're going to ask me, can I have $10 to go to this and that and do this? Ten. I ain't uh, giving uh, you a dime. You haven't done nothing. How about get a job? Yeah. You Kids got a job. Clean up. Do what I asked you to right, do. Well, let, me, let, me just take, let me just say this here based on the fact you're talking about clean up and doing. Okay. Let me focus on one thing as far as me being a person up north the Jersey, Philadelphia area, and being down here in the D.C., Maryland area now. Let's speak on Maryland in particular. I think that Maryland has horrible uh, dry cleaning service. Uh-uh. Okay? Uh-uh. From the time it takes to get your clothes back to how they do clothes, half these facilities don't have the actual cleaning apparatus in the building. When you leave out, your stuff is sent out. They want to keep it four or five days, and then they don't even do stuff. I took a hat. A black hat, black hat that was linen that said dry clean only. This cleaners wanted to keep my hat for three days and wanted to charge me nine fifty to clean it. Yeah. Now I think I bought that hat at a flea market for like maybe six dollars. Mm. Now am I supposed to pay nine dollars to clean it? But I'm going to take that same hat up to Jersey, okay, and and find out 
what it is and how they do it. When I like my pants creased. I like them starched. I go to the place and ask for creases and starches and a Merlin cleaners, and, and I'm not going to say what part of Merlin. And they look at me, what, and this is a, a, a lady of Asian nature. Well, you, well, you want a crease? A crease don't want to look good in here. Why you want to want to, oh, yo, 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 yo. Who the hell are you telling me how the hell I should be have my shit dry clean, whatnot? I want it creased or, or what have you. I want extra thought. Why you want high side, high side? Why you want extra thought at the high, high side? What? what the hell is wrong with you telling me what I want done and what temperature I need to wear to start in my oh, pants? Yes. When I put my pants in the cleaners uh, in Philadelphia, in the New Jersey state, they just do what I want. Can I get crease? Okay, you want heavy crease? You want light crease? Heavy crease? Uh, give me heavy crease. That's my okay? That's and that's what they do. Why that's wouldn't just they what say, they okay, do. Sure. But up here in Merlin, let me say one more thing. The trash situation, all right? Jersey... Philadelphia, if you wrap up a dead body the right way in a black bag, they will take it. Down here, oh, you got to call a book of trash. A book of trash, and it's a recording. Hi, this is Bob Trash of Anson County. And then, how you get Push in what you want. Code for chair, push two. For bed, push three. For headboard, push four. And then, okay, come back. Okay, we'll come get on the 14th. And it's still the 27th of the previous month. But they're not going to come to the 14th of the next month. Merlin. Get your shit together when it comes to dry cleaning and trash pickup. That's all I got to say. Ooh, what's, your, what's your last Ooh. word? Oh, well, I have to say on that note, on that note, I would say I have to agree with the trash situation. Mm. Okay? Because that stuff is ridiculous. You know, if I'm just trying to clear you, out some stuff in the house to get new stuff in the house, I can't even just bag it up and put it on the curb because it if it's certain things, i got to call certain departments, right. and then they don't take certain stuff. Mm-hmm. We had some cinder blocks, uh, bricks one time from something, a, a, a structure that was demolition. taken down. A demolition. Bricks. And I'm thinking, well, if I bag them up evenly where they won't be too heavy, we can throw them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they don't take that. I said, well, what about bulk trash? No, we don't take that. Well, how the heck am I supposed to get rid of these bricks? Right. They said, well, if you want to bring them down to the dump, but you can't bring them in a commercial vehicle unless it's somebody with a Maryland license. And I'm like, oh, you, wait, hold it. It's too much. What do I have to do? Too much. Too much. You know what? I said, look, I'm going to start throwing them in the street one by one. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more thing on that note. And the trash trucks here in Maryland are twice the size of the trash trucks in Philadelphia. Philadelphia and and Jersey still have these little old yellow trucks. Mm -hmm. You know, Maryland got these big green trucks. I think the company called, uh, I ain't going to say their name. Mm -hmm. Big green trucks that can hold. Plenty of space. Plenty of space. Brand new. Mm -hmm. I seen the back cleared out and said, damn, you can put some stuff in there. Well, tag it. But if I I put kitchen trash out and an old storm door, They'll take the kitchen trash, but that door, they're going to leave that. They're going to say call. Well, call I, I have to, uh, on it's that great. note, since we're chiming on that, D.C. is not too bad. But like you say, they do have the different departments. Mm-hmm. But they do have um, a community um, 311 number yeah. that you can call, and mm-hmm. they they work pretty quickly. Because the mayor, you know, she's behind that, so she's like, okay. Well, that's good to know. You know, it's, it's, it's best, best to get it going. But, you know, if, say, for instance, if they miss my trash and the trash is out there, I can call, you know, that number, and then they'll come within they'll come a out day yes. or so. They put in a special order. They'll come within a day or so. Okay. Which is not bad, so. All right. I can't complain. Well, so. on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up for this special edition. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Pajama Party Show. No calls.
Yeah, we just wanted to plow right through it and get it in for this Friday night edition. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be live next Friday night. So join us and uh, call in. Tell us what you think. How's your trash situation? <laughs> Let us know. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a call. Check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Last words, Papa Didi? Uh, just, uh, just saying goodbye to April. Saying goodbye to the Aries situation, like myself, and welcoming the sign of Taurus the bull. All right, then. Full of it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right. Mm-hmm. All right, my last word is uh, get your life. Mm-mm. Too much, too much trash dangling. Get the life. <laughs> oh, do you tell? Uh, my last word is just be kind to one another. Oh, aren't you sweet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a crock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, right. we'll see you guys next Friday night on a Pajama Party Show. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor. And uh, we'll be back next Friday night live. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Oh,